0: Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death, and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody.
1: Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm so delighted that you've joined us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. I was gone last week, missed all y'all. That sounds Southern enough for you. Missed everybody. I got to go to San Diego with my husband, Tim. He had a conference out there and we were in a hotel right in the Bayfront of San Diego Bay. So got to see all the tankers and cargo ships and Navy ships, and it's just gorgeous. I think San Diego is the most perfect weather on the planet. And of course, true to form, it was perfect while we were out there. I got to drive to LA one afternoon and go spend the several hours with His Majesty, my son, Jonathan, and then his wife, Mallory, joined us for dinner, and then I drove back. It was only a couple of hours. So that worked out great and was such a treat to be with them and then got to have dinner with a girlfriend and during the day I worked out of the hotel and talked to clients and and got to look at the bay it was I thought boy this is about as good as it gets for a location to work so that was really fun. The other thing I got to do was I took a harbor cruise kind of behind the scenes and Went to Balboa Park and while Tim was working on the weekend, I was playing. Went to Balboa Park, got to go to a bunch of museums. Ate one of the best meals I've ever eaten in my whole life in Little Italy in San Diego. And it was salmon on a sweet potato puree with lemon and caper cream sauce over it. You guys, I'm telling you, oh my God. The dinner was one of the best I've ever eaten in my whole life. So I'll see if I can try and recreate it. Good luck with that. I'm not that great of a cook. So, and then we got home Thursday night, last Thursday. And uh, like, I think around 10 p.m. And I was on a flight at seven the next morning to go to Chicago. And a little bit later in the show, I'll tell you about that adventure and going to the Wisconsin game in Madison, Wisconsin. So that was a blast too. So I it, it took me a day to calm down from all that fun in one week. So just wanted to fill in on what was going on. Remember next Tuesday is the Ask Julie Ryan Live. I forget what the date is. Let me look what the date is for that. Sorry, I should know that. It is Tuesday the 26th. So go to askjulieryan.com forward slash live and join us. It's like a big slumber party. It's like the show, but... It lasts two hours and it's really fun. We have a discussion. Everybody is involved. Everybody that has things they want to add can talk and then you get a recording of it. So com forward slash live next Tuesday from 7 to 9 central or 8 to 10. Eastern, hope to see you there. My angelic attendant training class in Atlanta is filling up, you guys. We got people coming in from all over the country and even in Europe so far. And we have so many amazing things planned. It's gonna be magical. It will be one of the most fabulous weekends of your life. I promise. I'm working and so is my team. We're working very hard to make that happen. So if you're thinking about joining us, November 3rd through 5th in Atlanta at the Kimpton Hotel right at the airport. Please go ahead and register because it's filling up. Okay, let's go to the phones and see who's joined us this evening. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Good, how are you? Great. Where are you?
2: I'm in Helena, Montana.
1: Oh, wonderful. You got any leaves changing out there yet?
2: Yes. They just started. Our weather just got cold like today.
1: Oh, I must be psychic or something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, great. Welcome. You got a question for me?
2: Yeah. So I talked to you a little bit ago um, earlier this summer um, about my grandpa. He was in phase nine. He ended up transitioning in July. And so I'm actually calling in for my grandma she just needs some reassurance that he isn't um, resentful to her or anything. I've I've tried to reassure her. I've given her your book. Your book helped her a lot. But she just still has, you know, doubts that he's okay um, because and he ended up passing the night she put him in a home, and oh. which we had talked about when I talked to you last, that having Alzheimer's, a lot of times they do pass once the per- their partner's ready to let go. And that's exactly what happened. But um, I was just wondering if you could connect with him and um, if he has
1: a message for my grandma. Sure. Chloe, what's his first name? Remind me of his first name. Gary. Gary. Okay. All right. He's on your right. As soon as you started talking about them, you know, they come right in. Our heads are big satellite dishes that receive and transmit frequencies, and every spirit has a frequency they keep throughout all their lifetime. So he's on, his, on your right. Gary, what's your grandma's first name? Kathy. Kathy. With a K? Yes. Okay. Gary, what do you want to tell Kathy? She's suffering because she feels guilty that she put him in that home and then he died? Yeah. Yeah. He's saying it was perfect. He's saying he didn't want her to have to go through any extra steps with him dying in the house. He's was hospice involved at the end. Chloe. No. Okay. So
2: I'm not sure he was on end of life care. Like at the hospital, he had like a, um, what's it called? Were they non-resuscitation thing mm -hmm, at the hospital, mm -hmm. but, and they were just keeping him comfortable but he, I don't know. I don't know if there's hospice.
1: Okay. He's saying it would have been more complicated had he died at home. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So he wanted to make it easy for your grandmother and for the family. And he said that's where the professionals were. They're they're used to doing, dealing with stuff like that. And he just didn't want her to have to go through that and the rest of the family. So... Um, Gary, are you mad at Kathy? He said, Oh heavens no. There's no reason to be mad. Uh he's got it, it's interesting because he showed me right when he came in, he's with some little dog. Did they have a dog?
2: Yeah, he loved his dogs. He's had multiple dogs that passed and um and during his when he was in the phases, he would see the dogs a lot.
1: He's with the dog. He's with one dog in particular. It's kind of small Is on it a thing. <laughs> On the smallish side, it's kind of whitish looking, and um, okay. I don't, I don't know that it's a purebred. I think it might even be a mutt. They called it Bubble, probably Bubbles. Yeah, yeah.
2: he he always adopted dogs from the um, like the shelters.
1: So yeah, just- yeah, this one's not a purebred. Are you with Bubbles? He said yeah, bu- yes, Bubbles and all the other ones. He's showing me a monkey too. What's the deal with the monkey? Who, did he have a monkey growing up? Did a neighbor, what's no, with the monkey?
2: I, I was obsessed with monkeys as a kid, so I, I that might be a, a thing for me.
1: Okay, all right, he's showing me a monkey. He, you know how I always say, you yeah. can't make this stuff up. Yeah, right. he's showing me what yeah, he's with definitely. a monkey. So that's for you. Does your grandmother have a question for him, do you think?
2: Um, I think the main question was just if, I, I think that if he was mad at her, and if there was anything else more she could could have done for him,
1: no but. no, no, And he's showing me a single daisy with white petals and a yellow center for you to give to her, so okay go go find a daisy. Good luck with that this time of year, <laughs> but he wants to he wants you to give her a daisy for him. Look up the significance of daisies. There's some kind of okay. spiritual meaning there. And and ask your grandmother if maybe daisies are one of her favorite flowers or what's what's the deal with the daisy? And it's not a bouquet of daisies. It's one daisy. Okay. I'll have to
2: look that into that a little more.
1: Yeah, look that up. Okay. Yeah, he's great. He's in heaven. He's around you guys all the time. Are you dating a new guy? Are you with a new no, guy? No, I'm...
2: No, well, so I do. I got married, though, while he's had Alzheimer's. He's met my husband multiple times,
1: but he never knew who he was every time he met him.
2: He said, well, he said,
1: he said, I really like the new guy.
2: Okay, that's probably what it is, because he he really does like him because he's a pilot and my grandpa was in the Air Force. So, but he just would always forget, like, who he was because I met Nick while
1: my grandpa had Alzheimer's. Oh, well, he likes your new guy. There you go. Well, I thought, that was that was me asking, you know, are you dating somebody new? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So he likes he like tell tell your husband he he passed the you know, this, the <laughs> heavenly spirit realm test. So it don't get any better than that,
2: right? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Julie.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for giving your grandmother my book. I hope she enjoyed it.
2: She did. We've we've all read it. We all love it.
1: Oh, thanks so much. I'm honored. Angelic attendance, what really happens as we transition from this life into the next? So sounds like we're talking in secret code, Chloe, but we're really not. (laughs) Okay, honey, thanks for calling in. Thank you, Julie. You bet. Bye-bye. Hi, Debbie.
3: Hello. Where are you calling from? Westerville,
1: Ohio. I know Westerville, Ohio. Right next I to Worthington, where I grew up. Yeah. I worked at I worked at Roush Sporting Goods on Shrock Road for six years in high school and college. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. How fun. I think Roush Hardware is still there. It is. Yeah. That's it. Westerville everybody is a suburb of Columbus. So I was a cashier at Roush Sporting Goods, and it helped me pay for my own college education for all those years. Well, delighted to have you. Got a question for me?
3: Um, I, I have a favor to ask. My granddaughter is suffering with thoracic outlet syndrome, and she has a lot of pain. And I was hoping that you could zero in on her and maybe alleviate her pain.
1: I don't know what thoracic outlet syndrome is. I've never heard of it. What is it?
3: Um, it's like her nerves um, up in her shoulder. Um are mixed with um her veins, and they're gonna have to remove uh um her top um oh what do you call those bones um up at the top of your um collar bones yeah well, it's not the collarbone it's the the whole body bone the i don't know if sternum? you can see me <laughs> sternum uh no, it's um the top, you know how, you a rib, her top rib.
1: Oh, heavens. They're how old is she?
3: 17.
1: Oh, for goodness sakes. And what's her first name, Debbie? Megan. Megan. All right. Wow. When is she going to have the surgery and where?
3: Well, here in Columbus. Um, they, they're trying to get her, you know, all the appointments uh, to get her to the surgeon. So it's been mm-hmm. held up in red tape as far as being referred. They referred mm-hmm. her to a pain clinic instead of the surgeon. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's in the works. But in the meantime, she's just in terrible pain. Oh, has this been going on for a while? Yes.
4: Like
1: yeah. how long? They, they
3: could, uh, maybe six to nine months. Oh,
4: gosh. They, did
3: it- Go ahead. They couldn't find what it was. Um, finally, the doctor said he don't know why he didn't check her for this, but he didn't really think she had it. And, of course, when he checked her, she did have it. Oh, so it was that. like the uh,
1: Sounds like something that Ohio State University hospitals all get involved in. to me, when you first were telling me about it, I said, I hope she goes to university because those guys are amazing <laughs> down there. So, all right. Well, what I'm going to do is is I'm going to get you on my radar first. I'll connect to you energetically. I raise, for those of you that are first time callers or listeners, I raise my vibrational level. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, hook into Debbie in Westerville. I know right where you are. And then I'm going to have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. And then I'm going to go from you to Megan. And I'm going to ask her permission if I can scan her. If she says yes, I will. If she says no, I won't. And what that means, again, to those of you that are first time callers, is I'm like a human MRI. I'll shoot energy through Megan if she lets me, if she gives me permission. And I'm going to, it'll be as if I'm looking at an X ray or a CT scan or an MRI. Something will be identified. There will be a healing. And the healings will happen on the energetic level, Debbie, and then they'll integrate into her body. That can happen instantly. Mm-hmm. It can take days, weeks, months, may need some kind of complementary care like surgery. But if that's what happens and what they plan for her, it will have already been healed on the energetic levels. So the surgery is just the physical part. It's complementary okay. healing. As I see it, was she in a car accident or something? Did she have some kind of injury that precipitated this?
3: Well, she wrestles and they said, you know, could have done it. I could have been, she could have been born with it. They, you know, really don't know. But those are some of the reasons um, that you can get this.
1: Oh my gosh. I
3: I told her you would be healing her tonight. (laughs)
1: So she oh, said good. okay okay good i had a mom not too long ago her 12 year old little boy she wanted me to scan him this was so funny debbie and she he said she said no honey my friend julie's gonna she's gonna work on you energetically and you know she'll be using angels and stuff like that and he said mom i'm gonna be at soccer practice Julie and the angels can do whatever they want, but they don't need to bother me. They don't need to bother my friends. Just tell them to do what they need to do, but I don't want to be involved. So I thought that was hysterical when she said that. There's this little guy going, okay, it's all right. But all right. So is Megan still, is she a senior in high school? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is she at Westerville South or North? Pardon me? She, she goes to Delaware. Okay. I know where that is too. All right. Here we go. Laser beam. Sweet home, Alabama. Up to Westerville. Got you. Shooting energy. From you over to Megan. Megan, I'm talking to your grandmother. What does she call you? Gigi. Gigi. I'm talking to your Gigi. I'm a Mimi. You're a Gigi. Pretty close. <laughs> I'm talking to your Gigi. She goes, I know, it's okay. Okay, good. So I'm shooting energy. My eyes are closed because it helps me focus, helps me see in my mind's eye easier. Going in. All right. Yeah. It looks like a rat's nest in there. Wow. It looks like a little girl's hair that has a bunch of tangles in it that needs good old-fashioned conditioner or what we used to call cream rinse back in the day. Remember that? So, yes. okay. All right. So, yeah, and it's tangled around the bone is what I'm seeing. Is that what they're saying?
3: Um, you know what? I don't know.
1: Holy Moses. I, I haven't seen this before. Okay. Yeah, it's very rare. I'm going to look it up tonight after the show just because I want to see what they say about it. All right, so what I'm watching is I'm watching the bone get slipped out and then I'm watching Stem Cell Energy, speaking of cream, rinse, and conditioner. Stem Cell Energy, light amber color gel, sparkles in it, reminds me of Dippity Doo hair gel from the 60s and 70s. Do you remember Dippity Doo? Yes. Are you young enough to remember Dippity Doo? Okay, so that's on there and what's happening is it's becoming untangled. It's like the strands of all of that are just going into their proper places. Have you ever seen a a video where they'll reverse it, like you'll see a tangle and then they'll reverse it to before it was tangled? That's what I'm watching happen. It's just all going back into place. Yeah. It's all going back into place. And then I think what's gonna happen, yeah, it's already started, is that bone's gonna be moved back into place so that it's not gonna be tangled up in the bone. God bless her. So those nerves, let's do a healing on her nerves because that's what's causing most of the pain. Imagine that Mm -hmm. her nerves look like a network of tubing. And imagine aquarium tubing, clear aquarium Mm -hmm. tubing. And imagine that inside those nerves when they're injured, they get debris in them. They get dead cells and other, I came up with a medical term, it's very fancy, it's called gunk. There's other gunk inside of it. And so imagine that there are corkscrews inside those nerve tubes and they're spinning really fast and they're grinding up or morselating all that gunk that's in there and then we're going to irrigate it out. So. Everybody that's listening, picture this. This is what's so fun about this show is that regardless of if you're listening to it live or two years from now, everybody is working on the healing together when you're picturing what I'm describing. So got that going on. And especially you, Gigi, you have special healing powers on that granddaughter of yours. So got that going Okay, irrigated stem cell energy going inside. What we're doing is we're regenerating those nerves. So she's not in as much pain. I also watched a chiropractic adjustment happen on her shoulders and her back, too, just because she's in pain. So she's hunched over, I guess, and she's, you know, she's tense because she's in pain. She's going to do just fine. She will do just fine. The, if she has the surgery, it will be very successful. She will be relieved from the pain. And she may not want to wrestle anymore. I didn't know there was a girls wrestling thing in high school. Is that something new? Well,
3: it's becoming big. Really? Yes, I need it.
1: Do they wear yes. those same outfits that the boys wear? Like It kind of looks like a bathing suit with shorts?
3: Um. Yeah. but it, But they're, yeah. Yeah, they do, oh but it's God. not feeling really as the boys. You know, it's up a little
5: yeah. higher, and
3: yeah, I would ugly. Hope. yeah, and then you go to a you're there all day for them to rest. Oh. So a couple of minutes.
1: Yeah, I would think it would need to be up higher because otherwise we'd have some boobs flying out of those little you know tunic things that the guys wear. That would not be good. So yeah, yeah she's gonna she's going to make a complete recovery. She's going to be just fine. That's good. Yeah. And I would get her family to do a consult for a second opinion with somebody down at Ohio State University Hospitals because that came in right away when you first started talking about her was, I got, she needs to have this procedure done at university.
3: Okay. She okay. might even be going there. We we don't know.
1: Okay. They were trying All right. to find a surgeon. There's like
3: two, and the one, you know, has retired. So, um, I, I they, they did get one. I'm just calling because she's in so much pain. She was here last night, and, you know, she was in a lot of pain.
1: Oh, God bless her. Well, I hope that helps. Keep us posted on how <laughs> she's doing.
3: Okay, I will. Thank you.
1: You bet. Thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. Hi, Tara. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. Looks better than, than you're doing. You've got a neck brace on, girl. What's going on? You know,
6: I had a, a one-level neck fusion. I'm eight weeks post-op right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Calling in because I'm having some weird symptoms that are um, mostly in my feet. Neuropathy it feels like pain. Um, and I'm just asking for some healing because no one can figure out why I have tingling, numbness, burning, and it's inhibiting for me getting up and walking and um, neck pain. I'm just a bundle of everything right now: uh, neck pain, muscle spasms, but mostly my my legs. I'm concerned with. Okay, where are you located?
1: I'm in Oxnard, California. Oh. I love Oxnard. They grow strawberries there that are the size of golf balls, you guys. They are massive. Oh, my gosh. The <laughs> Strawberry Festival, that is not too far from where I used to live in Westlake Village. So we used to go up there for the Strawberry Festival all the time. And I have never seen strawberries the size of the ones up there. Huge. Yeah, fun. Okay. All right. So let me get you on my radar and then let's see what's going on with your nerve pain. Comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Oxnard. All right, got you, shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Okay, so starting low back, I'm looking at you from behind, Tara. Low back, I'm starting to see some nerve injury. It could be something from when you were on the operating room table, sometimes that can cause injury depending on how they have you positioned. They have these foam blocks that they'll use to position the patient. Remember, I'm a an inventor of surgical devices sold throughout the world. So I spent many years in and out of surgeries and they use these positioners, but it's not uncommon to have some okay. kind of issue. And and it it will heal, but it's not fun when you're going through it. So what I did with our first caller, Debbie, with her granddaughter, Megan, I'm gonna do the same thing with you. Imagine that your neurological system is a network of tubes. Think of aquarium tubing. Inside the tubes, when the the nerves are injured, it looks dark to me. It's dead cells, it's other debris that's in there that I affectionately refer to as gunk. And then we've got corkscrews, little tiny corkscrews that are spinning inside that network of tubing, and it's morselating or grinding up all that gunk that's in there. Are you young enough to remember Pac-Man, the, the sure. game? Yeah, and you, you remember, s- pa- you used to play it? Pac-Man, I did. for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, It was like an early video game, but it was on this big console and they had it in restaurants and bars and places like that. And they'd have these little circular men and they would eat these little dots. But remember how the Pac-Men would multiply and divide and they would eat the dots? That's what I see with these corkscrews. You know, spirit has a tremendous sense of humor and makes all this energy healing stuff fun because it is fun. Spirit's pure love, and we're supposed to have fun when we do it. So it reminds me of that Pac-Man. And of course, when I'm talking, good thing we're girls, because I can multitask and so can you. It's a female species superpower. But I'm watching the corkscrews go through your neurological system, irrigating it out, I love the irrigation part, Tara, because imagine this irrigation fluid's flying out the end of your toes. It makes your feet look like a sprinkler. So that's pretty fun to watch. And then here comes stem cell energy. Light amber color gel, sparkles, dippity do, consistency going in. There's a vortex spinning above your head, beneath your feet, on either side of you, front and behind, all spinning concurrently. That's redoing your neurological system. So that's gonna help with that. I really get this has to do with how you were positioned on the OR table during your surgery. Yeah, and I get that this will get, meaning information being downloaded into my head. I call those divine downloads that I get. And I believe that you will make a full recovery from this. How much longer before you don't have to wear the neck brace? Um, three month. Uh, one month. I'm
6: two months in, so one more month.
1: Good, good. Yeah. Well, it looks good on you. I think you should, you know, pay, um, like sew some jewels on it or something. I that, thought it was that a smiley, face. a smiley face, or you know, go go to Michael's craft store or something and go go get some like baubles or something to to glue onto it. That would be hilarious. That would be fun to wear. Or ones that you could That's pin true. on. And then, depending on what you were wearing, you could put ones that were different colors on there with different outfits. True. That's, That's true. Gonna be a Fashion <laughs> statement. Yeah. You're going to be fine. Are you doing any physical therapy or anything with it? Not yet. Not for another month. Okay. Not for another
6: month. So I'm just kind of right. hoping everything flows. I, I was doing great until the nerve thing came up with my feet. I, I had a little bit of it before my surgery. And they thought it was because um, I had a bone spur pressing on my spinal cord that once I had the fusion, it would release it. And I was doing great up until about a week ago. And it just flared back up again. So um, they did do an MRI. I'm just waiting for the results. But my doctor was kind of, I had to really push for it. He just like, just wrote me out that I thought I had diabetes. BDs and so forth, I'm like, no, I've already been checked for that. Um, So I'm I'm glad just to be on the call with you because I felt it was coming from my lower back as well.
1: That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, it looks low back. And right away, I got, it's how you were positioned on the OR table, which is not uncommon. Because, you know, they can only do so much when they've got you in different positions. But this will, when you're visualizing, just visualize what I described. You can come back and listen to the show, visualize a network of tubes, aquarium tubing, visualize that there's energy going through them and working in your feet. And then I'm getting for you, even when you're sitting, it does it hurt if you raise your legs. Can you just pedal your feet like in a Lazy Boy or something just to move?
6: Yeah, I can try and do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Motion is lotion, so it's going to help regenerate those nerves if you can move them. Even if you're stationary and you're moving your feet, you know, like you're pedaling, but your your feet can be on the couch, they can be raised, they can be in a lazy boy or on a footstool. Just pedal them, and that's going to help, help uh, send healing to them. You're going to be just fine. Thank you. in town, which is most Thursdays, at uh, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number, I don't have, you guys, old tricks die hard, right? The call-in website is com. Show.com. We used to have a calling number for five years. So I'm still getting used to the Uh This information is available on my website, com, And in the show notes, you can find us also everywhere on social media and on YouTube, which is all under Ask Julie Ryan. So we'll post something the day of the show and just say, hey, Remember, it's Thursday. Call it if you have a question. Uh, Also, you can download the show anywhere you get podcasts and on YouTube. Please remember to subscribe and like and share with your family and friends. That makes it fun. Let's see, what else? While you're at AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody submits i get hundreds of questions so if you have a question if you can't call into the show just submit a question online and yours may be chosen for the weekly answer so we'll do that you can also schedule an appointment with me at julieryan.com i'm booked out a little bit the key is get on my schedule just get on my schedule and then periodically click on the reschedule button in your confirmation email to see if earlier dates and times have become available, I had a client yesterday who was scheduled out next spring, and she got in within 48 hours because somebody rescheduled. It happens multiple times a week, so you want to do that. And remember, Ask Julie Ryan Live next Tuesday, AskJulieRyanLive dot com, and Angelic Attendant Training in Atlanta, November third through the fifth. So. Come join us. It's going to be an amazing weekend. All right. Question this week is from Laura. And Laura lives in Coos Bay, Oregon. I looked it up online. It looks beautiful. And she said, hi, Julie. I lost my soul mom in 2019 and my soul mate in 2022. I've had spiritual gifts off and on throughout my life and feel in order to heal, I need to find a way to reconnect with spirit and every other member of my soul tribe. I feel lost without them. Any suggestions from them and you would be most helpful and welcomed. Thanks, Laura. And here's my response. Hi, Laura, that's a lot of loss in a short period of time. My condolences. The first step in spirit communication is to understand our heads are like big satellite dishes that transmit and receive frequencies and every spirit has a frequency they keep throughout all of their lifetimes. So the best way to connect with your deceased loved ones is to just think of them. That'll tune your satellite dish head to their frequency. It's like choosing a radio channel. Then say something either silently or aloud to them. Can be a question or a statement, doesn't matter. That'll tune your satellite dish head to their frequency, oops, sorry, I already read that, uh, silently or aloud to them. Your loved one will answer you within a second or before, and it'll seem like a thought in your head. How you know it's from them is to pay attention to that first thought. It's always the first thought. It's as fast as you can snap your fingers, or before. The reason why it's it could be before is because, remember, Time doesn't exist in the spirit world, time's a human creation. So they've already got our thought a lot of the time before we've even finished thinking it. So be open, it's that absolute first thing that comes into your head, feels like your thought. I went on to say spirits communicate in words, phrases, images, and symbols. So be open to your interpretation of the thoughts you receive. For example, If you ask your mom for a sign she's near, the answer you may receive is a yellow rose. She may send you a picture of a yellow rose. Like with Chloe, her granddad wanted her to give his wife a single daisy with the white petals and the yellow center. So yellow rose. Be open to how and where you see a yellow rose. It could be in a garden, magazine, grocery store flower department, on a piece of jewelry somebody wears, etc. Be open. Where are you gonna see a yellow rose? Not yellow roses, but one yellow rose. The applicability of a message from a loved one will always be predicated on how we ask a question. So be specific. I always use the example. If you ask your deceased loved one like, hey mom, are we gonna enjoy the movie? And you hear a yes in your head, and then you're watching the movie. You're watching some movie tonight, and it's terrible. And you say, "Mom, what's up with that?" Well, the way you ask the question could pertain to any movie you're going to watch throughout the rest of your life. If, however, you said, "Hey, Mom, are we going to watch Frozen Two on Disney Plus tonight on TV?" See how specific that is? Then that answer is going to be more applicable. Whereas the other one was a correct answer but it didn't really mean anything because your question was so general. And then finally, I said to really sharpen your telepathic skills, enroll in one of my trainings. They both come with practice groups that let you continue to develop and enhance your abilities over time. That is the key. You come to the class or you take the class online, the key is the practice sessions. You've got people in the practice sessions that help you validate what you're getting is actually true. And that's the key, when you have other people that are getting the same thing, it lets you trust what you receive from spirit. The more you trust it, the easier it is to do, and then you're just off to the races. And then lastly, I said my Angels and Enlightenment training is self-paced and online, and my Angelic Attendant training is in person over a weekend. We call that AAT. The next AAT is in Atlanta, Georgia, November 3rd through 5th, come join us. So Laura, great questions. And you're off to the races, you're doing it, girl. Everybody has the ability to do this, you guys. Absolutely everybody. We all come in with the ability. Here's an example. If you're finding yourself thinking of somebody and then all of a sudden they call, or they send you a text, or they email you, or you run into them. That's your telepathic, that's your intuitive abilities. We've all experienced that. And so we all have the ability. It's just a matter of developing and enhancing it. So thanks for that question, Laura. Looks like Michelle's next. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> I actually accidentally
5: saw her, you know, okay, maybe I can still catch up. So I just thought of, um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, I'm lucky to be able to jump in. Yeah. Anyway, uh, is this regarding what's the question? Like, is it only about deceit loved ones or even health issues? Just to make sure I don't, you know, over ask.
1: Whatever you want. I'm a buffet of psychicness, girl. Whatever you want to talk about. Where are you first? Where are you located? Minnesota, Minnesota. Minneapolis. I'm going to be there weekend after next. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll wave to you when I land. Oh, okay.
5: Yeah. Um. Actually, I am a breast cancer survivor, okay. so I've been. Uh, I'm taking a, a hormone blocker pill, which is the anastrozole. But you know, even before I was diagnosed, I've been having these issues like fluctuating blood pressure, which I never had before. But probably, you know, aging would play a factor. But I tried to be active. So there are days that are good, there are days that are not, but I'm doing my best. I'm still trying to figure out how I can, you know, uh, normalize this because I don't want to depend on, with uh, this medication, even the doctor would insist. I said, no, let me try first, uh, see if I can normalize. So far, the past few days, I think it's been working, but I'm just not in the right track. So I've been using carrot juice, beet, and gar- uh, ginger, and with orange. And then I also... Uh, of course, cut down on salt, and then I try to, you know, eat more fruits and vegetables. And I walk a lot. Even before, I was really pretty much active. But uh, the the symptoms that I'm feeling is that I feel lightheaded, and I know because I li- always listen to my body. So I know if my blood pressure is kind of you know off when I feel lightheaded sometimes, and what uh, dizzy. But not to the point of fainting. But that's how it was. But it's fluctuating. Like some days are good, some days are not. That's why whenever I go to the primary, they would say, "Well, it's good today," but then next time it's too high. So it's really like this.
1: (laughs) So well, and sometimes when we go to the doctor, we're sitting under fluorescent lights or or LED lights that you know. can cause a lot of us to have a raised blood pressure. Plus they use that cough that just about squeezes the daylights out of your arm. And, Mm And it's stressful anyways to be there. So it's very common for people when they're in the doctor's office to have elevated blood pressure. I have two suggestions for you. The first one is, I want you to look up this product. It's called the Zona. Z as in zebra, O-N-A, Zona. And we'll we'll put this link in the show notes. Mm -hmm. But the Zona Plus is a device that you hold in your hand and you squeeze it. Kind of reminds me of the video game controllers that kids use when they're playing video games. And you squeeze it and then release it and then squeeze it and release it for, hold it for a few seconds. And what that does is that helps regulate your blood vessels, makes them more elastic so it's easier for them to expand and contract.
5: The technology
1: was developed by our military when they were studying fighter pilots who when they would go mock, they would pull g-forces when they went mock speed. And they were taught to grab onto the joystick in the cockpit and squeeze it. And what they realized was, the pilots that were prone to high blood pressure, it normalized it. So they've taken that technology. I have so many clients around the world, Michelle, who have gotten off their blood pressure medicine or avoided taking it by using the Zona. (laughs) Yeah, so go to zonazona.com and on the in the checkout, there'll be a coupon code. Just put my name, no spaces, Julie Ryan, and it'll give you a discount in there. So that's my first suggestion. My second suggestion is go, to, go do a consult with Dr. Amasanti. She's in London. She works with people all over the world via Zoom. She's an Oxford-educated GP, MD, She's functional medicine and she's a graduate of my angelic attendant training. So she does energy medicine. Her website is okay. D-R-A-M-A-S-A-N-T-Y, T-I, excuse me, m a s a n t i dot com dr Amasanti.com. dot com and do do a consult with her because she can help you with your gut. I'm getting that it's gut related and it's also the elasticity of your blood vessels and it's all fixable all fixable yes. thanks for calling okay, bye Michelle. bye So here's what happened when I went to Wisconsin. you guys. I landed with Tim from San Diego. I went to Wisconsin and Chicago by myself. My brother and sister-in-law, brother John and sister-in-law Gail lived there. So I left at seven o'clock the next morning, get into Chicago, spent the day and evening with them. And then we drove to Madison, Wisconsin, to the University of Wisconsin to go to the football game. I had always wanted to see that campus. You know, I'm a huge college football fan because I am a graduate of the Ohio State University and I love Alabama football too. Anyways, we get up there. Gail is a fifth generation engineer from the University of Wisconsin. And so we walked all over that campus. We went to the game. We went to the pre-game thing. I think we walked eight miles. Somebody was clocking it on their their watch and had dinner there. And it was just a blast. One of the funniest things, though, is my sister-in-law, Gail, showed me where her dorm room was when she was a freshman and a sophomore. And there was this end of the hall where she and I think four or six of her girlfriends all lived in rooms right next to each other and they called it beauty wing. <laughs> they still call it beauty wing. They're all still friends, 60, you know, they're in their 60s now. So 40 years after they've all graduated and they'll text each other and say, I think it's time for a beauty wing call. And so they'll they'll have a call together and they get together and go on trips together and all of that, which was just a blast. But the University of Wisconsin is gorgeous. It's on this huge lake and they love it. And I said, I I think this is beautiful, but I sure as heck wouldn't wanna be here in January or February. And they said, oh no, it's really fun because the lake freezes over and we drive our cars on it and we put skates on the sailboats and we do sailboat races on the ice. I said, yeah, well, that's why I live in the South. I don't do snow but what a treat. It was kind of a whirlwind 10 days for me, but what a delight. And that's why I wasn't here last week, but here I am this week. So I just wanted to fill you in on on, uh, the fun that we had in in Wisconsin and in Chicago. Looks like our
4: next caller is Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, Julie. How are you this evening?
1: Um, Absolutely fabulous. How are you, my girl?
4: I'm great. Thanks for taking my call. I'm calling from Mishawaka, Indiana, and it's funny you should talk about college football because Notre Dame is playing Ohio State on Saturday, so I,
1: I know it my nephew's going to be there. He'll be there uh, with his It's
4: a It's a huge game. I'm so envious that he got tickets. It's going to be a blast and the weather's going to be beautiful.
1: Yeah. I I was teasing him. I said, I'll look for you on TV. Will you be wearing red? (laughs) He said, yeah. (laughs) Me and, you know, 60,000 other people in the stadium. But yeah, wonderful. Well, go Buckeyes.
4: Oh, yeah. I have to say go Irish. But um, um, I'm I'm so blessed to be on this call and uh, I am hoping and praying that I can take your angelic attendance class um, at some point. Um, I've been following you and my family have been following you for many, for well over a year now, and you've brought so many blessings to us. And I was trying to think if I got called, what I would ask you. And um, I feel like I have to say this. um, I've been um, battling um, just kind of loaves and I know that, spirit um you really get um um uh, connections when you're when you're vibrating high and you're you're thinking positive and you're smiling and, and seeking out joy and I guess my question is um, do is my is any of my loved ones from heaven around me at this time. And if they have a message about maybe a soulmate
1: for me, because it's, it's been a long road. You've got to take action. is what they're saying. There's a whole gaggle (laughs) of them and all your spirit guides, spirit guides, Kimberly, it's interesting. They show up to me and they look like a version of father time. Think Dumbledore in the Harry Potter movies or Gandalf in the Lord okay. of the Rings movies. You know, old man, white beard, white hair, white gown. That's not what they look. That's how they show themselves to me to let me know that they're spirit guides. And there's usually seven of them with us in any given time. And they kind of hang around in a semicircle behind us. But then as soon as we talk with them, then they morph into looking like what they looked how they looked in the lifetime that pertains to what they're advising us about. So in what I heard was in unison, they all said, you got to take action. Prince Charming is not going to come just knock on your door and say, hey, Kimberly, come on, let's go, let's go be in love and, you know, start a life together. You got to take action. What are you doing to find Prince Charming? Uh
4: just praying. I'm praying and going to church and going to football games, but, um,
1: well, that's a good place to meet sick. guys.
4: <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. And the grocery store, you know, I mean, just, it's not maybe online, but I haven't signed up. So it's, it's, I, it's, I hear you loud and clear. Take action. I just, take action. I, I've been praying a Praying a lot, and uh, I was wondering if you could maybe answer if I had any past lives or any interesting th- tidbits about that. And
1: yeah, but you know, I'll I'll take you, and we'll answer that question if if we have time at the end. But a couple of things came in. You're a Notre Dame fan, so I'm guessing you're Catholic. So go yes. on, and you're praying, and you're obviously devout. And all of that. So go on like a Catholic dating website. My girlfriend went to, I don't know, Catholic singles or something. I don't know what it was, but she met her husband and she was divorced with five kids. And she met her husband. Her husband was a widower. And they've been married probably four or five years. And she kept saying, I know I'm not gonna meet anybody who's gonna want me with five kids and you know, and right. all the baggage that comes with this. And I kept getting you've in very devout, very Catholic, I said, go on a website that has people with the same interest. You know, there's some Catholic dating site, and there's probably more than one. And I know I've heard of Christian mingle and Jewish singles, and I don't know what all they are, but it's a really good way to meet somebody and just go into an area where you're comfortable, where there are similarities right out of the gate. And that's what I'm getting from Spirit to advise you you on that. But the key, key, key is you got to take action. You can't just you know, stay at home and pray. I'm glad you're going to the football game. Be sure that you hit the, you know, the pregame stuff and the tailgates and all of that. And 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 the other thing I, I've often heard too, and I'm hearing this for you, is let your people that you know at church know that you're looking for somebody special in your life. And the, the people who end up being some of the best matchmakers are grandmothers. Because they'll say, Oh, I have a grandson who's, you know, eligible and he's a doll and all and she'll say, Grandma will talk to her grandson and say, Oh, I met this really cute girl at church. She's such a nice girl. You need to you need to, you know, let's let's get you two together for a cup of coffee or something. So put the word out that you're looking for somebody. And that will help as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Okay, have fun at the game. i'll I'll look Thank for you, you on t v okay, okay. Bye. bye, all right, everybody. That's it for this week. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us, and I look forward to whoever's gonna call in with our next show because it's always fun to see what their questions are and see what the answers are that spirit can share with us. So sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Mwah and i'll see you next time. Bye everybody.
0: Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask @julie ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask @julie ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit askjulieryan.com.
1: This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.